Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Tash. And I'm Damo. And together we are so excited to bring you the Barry Chronicles. On today's episode, we're going to do a bit of a deep dive into moderation. Is it just a word or can it be a lifestyle? And how do we make it one after weight loss surgery? We will also bring you a segment that makes my foodie heart happy. Deals for Tiny Tummies, a little slice of foodie heaven featuring our favorite products for our weight loss surgery lives. And in future, we will introduce you to wonderful and inspiring people that we have the privilege of knowing. These people come from all walks of life. We even have some medical professionals that are going to be coming and chatting with us. But for today, you'll be with us. So it's time to chat, Damo. Let's go. Moderation. What a topic. I didn't get to over 200 kilos by knowing what moderation was. Yeah, me too. Look, at, you know, just over 150, definitely did not understand what moderation was. And it's a topic that we hear so often. People say to us, oh, it's all right to have that in moderation. But for me, um, a moderate amount of ice cream was sitting there eating the ice cream until I couldn't eat eat it anymore. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things for me personally that I've found since I've had weight loss surgery is that I wasn't suddenly given the ability to understand what a moderate portion of any food was. I had a change within my body. I had a smaller pouch, a little tiny tummy that would only accept so much food, but my eyes and my brain still craved and longed for my bigger servings. Yeah. I remember our wedding anniversary after weight loss surgery and I just, I wanted to feel normal again. Yeah, I I get that. And... We went down to Mooloolaba, lovely dinner, but I ordered the biggest burger on the menu and tried to eat it. Wow. And then spent literally the rest of the night vomiting it up. Being sick. And, and totally wrecked the night because I couldn't get my brain around the fact that I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. So moderation, um, while, while we do have that smaller stomach capacity, it's, it's more than just that, isn't it? It's a, it's a learning and an understanding that, for me anyway, it definitely came about during the first year after my surgery. For me, I found that I had to actually start to read packages and look at what one serving was. And I don't know if if you can relate to this. I I hope others can. But I never, ever used to look at the back of packages because if I bought a packet of chips, then that packet of chips was the serving. Oh, my gosh. It's it's like when you look on the back of a a bottle of Coke, for instance. Uh, My moderate amount was finishing the bottle. If that was two litres in a day, well, that was two litres in a day. What I found when I looked at the back of it was that a serve was like 200 mils. Wow. 
Yeah. A mouthful. Yeah. Literally a mouthful for me. Yeah. And A nice big slurpy slurp. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could down that without even taking a breath. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so this is where, for me, I've had to totally rethink my relationship with food. I don't personally believe that food is good and bad. I believe that food is food. I believe that drinks are drinks. And I believe that we need to have that healthy understanding and relationship with food. I don't think that we should eliminate entire food groups. Obviously, unless you have some sort of um, allergy. Now, for me, I have celiac disease. So I cannot look at, touch, eat, <laughs> wheat. Sniff. Sniff, go near <laughs> at all. And I know, Damo, you actually have a mango allergy. Yeah, yeah. And I used to love mangoes, but now uh, my throat will swell up and, you know, yeah. full-on medical emergency. Yeah. So. It's an anaphylactic type of reaction for you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously if if something causes an allergy or something like that, then, yes, that is a food to avoid. But for me, generally in the way that I live my life, I don't – attach a moral value to food. It and was interesting the first time I heard you say that you didn't uh, see food as good or bad because even after having lost 100 kilos, I would still feel guilty if yeah. I was eating something that pre-op in a diet would be considered a bad a, food. A bad food, yeah. Well, I just I know the way that my mind works. And if I'm told that something's naughty or bad or a treat or whatever, I'm more inclined to want it. I'm yeah. more inclined to feel like it's that hint of the forbidden and I shouldn't be having it, so I'll want it. For me, it was definitely that flick of a switch in my brain. And that was when I first started to try to work out, okay, how am I actually going to live my life post weight loss surgery? My restriction was insane, which I've talked about a lot online in our group on Facebook. Um, so I suppose I had a little bit of time on my side while, while my restriction was so extreme um, to learn things. But really it's been in that learning and understanding about um, fat, protein, carbs, that I've found freedom with food and freedom around the things that I can eat, which has been, I believe, one of the reasons why I've been able to keep my weight off for nearly five years now. Yeah, and that's amazing. Such a big achievement. I mean, I, I, like, I, I don't even like to ever feel like I'm being prideful about it, but I am I am very thankful, I guess, that I've been able to learn a way that's helped me be able to understand and understand how to keep the weight off. So of course we all know that just because we have weight loss surgery, it doesn't necessarily mean that that we keep all of the weight off in the long term or even some of the weight off in the long term. You know, it can be really, really hard and a really big challenge. I did have a period of time where I did gain a bit of weight and it was during COVID. And honestly, you know, I live in, lived in Victoria, still do, and not in Melbourne itself, but kind of just one 
one little um, line in the dirt over. And we did have some pretty extreme restrictions and things during that time. And we sort of was, uh, were stuck within, you know, quite um, severe parameters around, you know, where we were allowed to travel and all that sort of thing. And basically we all just sat at home. And during that time, I developed a real love of gin and, and it was a, it was probably not the best way for me to spend my, my evenings, but I did for a period of time and I did gain some weight and I realized that I was going to need to rein that in because it was um, somewhat of a problem. It kind of became a little bit of a problem when I, when I started realizing, Hey, I'm thinking about alcohol as soon as I wake up in the morning. Uh, I realized that, yeah, I needed to rein it back in. But during that period of time, I found that it was very, very easy for me to gain four, five, six kilos. Wow. Real quick. Because that's something that comes up a lot uh, on our Facebook group, is people asking about alcohol and when they can mm. start drinking again. And it, because it's such a huge culture in Australia. Yeah. It is. I mean, we we love our mates, we love our friends, we love our family, and we love to have festive, happy times, go out, have a drink, and I am still of the opinion, absolutely nothing wrong with doing that. Uh, if it fits within your macros for the day, if you can make that work, then cool, do that. But for me, um, it was just something that very quickly, very quickly got 213 calories. 213 in this 35 grams. In this 35 gram packet. Now, again, I'm actually not one. I do keep my calories within a certain amount. Not I'm not strict strict on that. But that's quite a few calories if you're in the weight loss phase of your journey. Um and it's it's quite a small amount of food. So for me, when, when I, when I was in my active losing phase, I didn't eat a lot of nuts. Now that I have difficulty and I struggle with keeping the weight on, I do have these because they are really, really helpful in making sure that I'm having enough calories. They've got a great amount of fat in them. And I find that that's a really nice, healthy way for me to be able to keep those, um, you know, keep those fats and the calories up. So it just depends on where you're at in the journey. I mean, looking at that, that would be probably about half a handful for me. But I'm just thinking it, it really adds up quickly oh, if yeah. you combine that with a couple of drinks yeah, and absolutely. I would have more than half a handful over, yeah. over a night. So, you know, suddenly you could have quite easily consumed, you know, 800 calories. Yeah. Yeah, look, I can, and I used to do that. So prior to my weight loss surgery, I've always loved um, any type of nuts, particularly macadamias. They were always my favorite. Um, but absolutely love cashews. So I can vividly remember nights when now, now I know I would have easily eaten a thousand calories worth of cashews mm. and it would have been really easy for me to do that. Amazing. Yeah. I'm just looking at this peanut butter because that's another thing that, that 
we do tend to have a lot because it's easy to to eat. Our tummies seem to process it after weight loss surgery. Yeah. Um, so which which brand is this? So this is the just Coles Smooth Peanut Butter. Okay. Yeah. Um, so one serve is about twenty grams. So that's about okay. an Australian tablespoon. Yeah, roundabout. I think that. An Australian tablespoon is about 16 grams of peanut butter. But, yeah, pretty close. And I guess that's an actual tablespoon, not me sticking the biggest spoon in the house in and pulling <laughs> out as out. much as I can. Yeah. You know, like when when uh, mum would say to me, oh, you can have a teaspoon of peanut butter, so you put it in. and Yeah, you put it in. Can... How much can I load up on this sucker? So that's an actual tablespoon. Yeah. Um, and in that, there's five and a half grams of protein, 10.4 grams of fat, yep. and 2.1 grams of carbs. So great on the carbs. Yeah. But I can see where other, you know, some people might struggle with, with that even, uh, depending on what they're having in the day. Yeah, absolutely. So for some of us post weight loss surgery, fat can trigger dumping syndrome. Um, and sugar can trigger dumping syndrome. So peanut butter can be a thing that, that could trigger those kinds of things. Again, it's, it's not a bad food at all. It's just, it's a food. But it's important that, that we talk about these things in terms of how do we understand what moderation is. So a moderate amount, as laid out on the, on the back of this bottle, is one serve, and one serve, which is 20 grams. So it's around about a tablespoon, probably a heaped tablespoon. Yay. Um, and that is considered a serve. So I know in my pre-weight loss surgery life, I would easily have had four serves of peanut butter if I was having it on toast. Yep. Yep. I would have had one and a half on each piece of toast. And, and one for the mouth. And one for the mouth. <laughs> that, that was 100% what I would have done. And if I was consuming that much, then obviously I was having a lot of calories in yep. a very small portion, really, of food. So if this was something uh, that had the potential to make a person dump, uh, I know you can be very sensitive to, yeah. to different things like yeah. that. Would it be worth going, okay, that might be the serving size, but a moderate amount for me might be half of that? Yeah, absolutely. And that that is what I have found is the key. That's what I've found works for me. So I got myself an app on my phone eventually. At the start, I decided I need to understand how much food I'm actually able to consume what is one serve. So for a long time, I actually used to go online before I would eat something and then I would write it down by hand, a little bit of a dinosaur. Then eventually my kid said to me, mum, just get the app. And I said, yeah, but look, what if, what if my phone's flat? What if I, you know, what if the apocalypse happens and I drop my phone in the toilet and then I can't eat anything because I don't know anything about my food? They laughed and looked at me and said, yeah, that's not going to happen. But for me, I needed to go through that whole process of learning 
And then once I felt that I knew the basics about what I used to eat regularly, I got the app on my phone and then I would just scan foods and... Well, it's also about trusting what you're using, isn't it? Yeah, like I didn't trust myself. Yeah, And that's a, that's a really big thing. I had to learn to trust myself and trust that I was able to make good decisions around my food. Mm. Yeah. And that took learning because obviously, as we talked about right at the start, uh, I did not have an understanding of what moderation was. And I needed to be sure that I did understand what moderation was before I was willing to trust my phone with yeah with keeping all of that stuff on track for me. And I mean if you're out at a cafe or something, you don't really want to have to be pulling your phone out and and pumping in what you're gonna have. You wanna get to that place where you go, you know, I know I can have that. It it's going to be around about what fits into my Yeah into my macros um it's that's a word that comes up a lot which is uh is your your fats uh carbs and protein yeah and you know for for a lot of us we have to really look at what uh our body needs to function really well and and to optimize weight loss uh so getting an app that measures our macros is fantastic but what I love, when we're out with, with some of your, your boys the other day, <laughs> yeah, they can just look at stuff and go, oh, there's th- this in, in that serve or, you know, it's like they're calculating it in their brains because it's become uh, just a built-in habit for them. Yeah, well, what I, what I think has been life-changing for our family, for my family, for my kids, is that in learning to understand food, we've learned that food is not the enemy. It's the way that that I used to use food, the way that I used food to comfort myself. And now that now that I don't do that, but I, I still do get a lot of pleasure from from food and I, I love the meals that I eat and things like that. But in understanding food, it's given my kids a lot of freedom, which has been really exciting and really wonderful. Um, they've, all of my boys understand how to eat. They understand how to nourish themselves and they also understand how to have a day where they cheat on what might be their normals. They just enjoy whatever it is that they want to have. And that's okay too. Yeah. I mean, I noticed you bought uh, some wagon wheels. I did. For, for them today. And I think that's so exciting, so good to see that we don't have to clear out the whole pantry and the fridge and and put these restrictions on the entire family. Yeah, that's right. Um, which really is unfair as well. Yeah, well, it it is unfair. I mean, I initially, after my weight loss surgery, I had times where I would sit and cry because my kids were eating things that I really wanted to have. But I also had an understanding that, hey, everybody hasn't had weight loss surgery in this house. I am the one that's had weight loss surgery. I'm the one that needs to deal with, with the issues in me that have come up. And as I do that, I had a belief that we would just become 
more aware as a family and we would generally make better choices nutritionally and that has happened and I just find it so so exciting that that we've been able to walk down that path together and that my kids now do have that that type of relationship and understanding with food so that hopefully um it stops with me yeah yep sorry because I, there's, there's, I get there's... emotional about it because the the obesity in my family i hope that now it stops with me that i've learned enough that um that i've been able to show my kids how to have a better relationship with food and that they can then go go on and live their lives and have that healthier active happy life i know for me it was it was so much of a self-loathing yeah absolutely i would end up stuffing handfuls of food in my in my face Mm. um and you know it's not until just recently that i've sort of started working through all that uh so it's a really powerful thing when we can when we can teach that to our family but not it not doing it in a way of you know putting padlocks on cupboards and yeah this is a rule and you must follow it it's this is a framework this is a framework that might work for you and this is what your body needs to grow and to be healthy and you can lovingly give yourself these macronutrients every day in whatever way you choose to make it up and however that's going to fit and work for you and that has been the best and biggest gift for me in my journey around moderation after weight loss surgery it's enabled me to be able to enjoy the foods that that i like and understand that i'm not having too much and have that sense of confidence within myself that this is okay i can do this yeah and that has given me so much peace and and a confidence to know that even if i was to gain some weight at some point that i would understand how to you know, get get myself on track again yeah which is exciting and it's a very very empowering thing yeah yeah i mean i, I was just thinking about myself the uh, last night i jumped on the scales which i don't do very often but um since i've i've stopped sort of really worrying about it but I know what I'm eating, I know what I'm drinking. Um, I've maintained the same weight for the last 18 months. And That's I would never have done that nine years ago. Yeah, you know, I absolutely. was putting on 10 to 15 kilos a year. So for me to maintain for 18 months, and that's like dead on the same weight, um, maybe a half kilo fluctuation, uh, it's showing me that, while my food choices and drink choices might be different to, to say, Tash or someone else, it's working for me. Yep. And that that is what's important. And that's what makes our journeys unique. That's what I even believe um, is one of the struggles that we have when we go to the dietitian or whatever 
and and we get given our our plan for post-op and usually it's quite a generic plan but that's why we need that follow-up so that things can become more customized more tailored and as we learn and as we grow after our surgeries and we become more confident in our food choices that's why we see so much variation on weight loss pages and support groups and things because we're not all the same but we're all heading towards our own goals and we're on a similar journey and that's why it's so important to not judge what somebody else might be doing because that might be working for them and that's wonderful Uh, but we are all unique and we do all have unique needs and that's okay yeah so true today deals for tiny tummies Absolutely. So we want to talk about a little product that I saw this morning. It's Sanitarium's Up and Go, and it's the Protein Energize. Now, I personally cannot have these because they have gluten in them. So they, well, they have wheat in them. So this is a, this is a product that is not celiac safe. Milk, soy, wheat, and gluten is on the... Yep. But I still bought them because my boys love them. And they're absolutely fabulous in terms of their protein amount. And in a, in a small serve, so this container that I've got sitting in front of me, it's 250 mils and it has 17 grams of protein in it, which yeah. is really great. I actually had these... Uh, after I had weight loss surgery, but I'd only be able to drink like a quarter at a time. Yeah. Uh, I found that if I went over that, not just the full feeling, but they would start making me feel sick. Yeah. Um, and I think that was probably the high carbs and yeah. whatever else. But so so even for, for some of us that are post-weight loss surgery, you know, that's where we may go, okay, well, my moderate amount of an up and go is a quarter. Yeah. So, you know, you might you might look at these and think, "Oh my god. Look at the back of that tash. Look at how many carbs are in it." That's that's horrendous. I mean, just those carbs would make you dump. Oh, it would. How can you how can you possibly drink that? That's got 24.6 grams of carbs in that serving. Well, what I would say to you is as Damo said, how about try a third of it or how about try a quarter of it because you're still getting in all of the great protein amount that's in it but then you're limiting the carbs if you're having less of it yeah and so, you can just add a bit more protein with 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 some tasteless protein, protein with powder whatever you're using. yeah protein powder you um, like so in 100 mils um you've got 9.8 grams of carbs yeah which, which even for someone like me if i was able to have this um that would be fine yeah. So it's it's a case of finding products that you can make work. And that's still going to be better than the um, Macca's iced coffee frappe. But I have found that they, these are great even now for, for a quick breakfast on the go. If, yeah, absolutely. If that's what we need, so long as it fits in with what we're doing. Yep, absolutely. I love, I love that we can discuss these things, talk about them. So if... If you're on your way to work, and at the moment, this week at Coles, they are 50% off. 
So it was Brilliant. only like four dollars sixty or something like that for a packet of six. So that's a pretty cheap breakfast. Yeah. Now we would like the Barry Chronicles to be a place where we can discuss our stories. So if you would like to share your journey, the good, the bad, the awesome, or the shitty, then please email us at contact at barrychronicles.com. That's C-O-N-T-A-C-T at B-A-R-I-C-H-R-O-N-I-C-L-E-S.com. On our next episode, we will update you on Chen's recovery. I'm so excited that he's recovering. Oh, it's so good to see him um, not knocking on death's door. Yeah, absolutely. Um, additionally, we've been fortunate enough to open up the lines of communication with a number of surgeons working in the bariatric field, and we are going to be chatting to them on this podcast. That's so exciting. I cannot wait for that. So thank you for joining us today on the Barry Chronicles. Yeah, stay safe out there.